0: soccer news For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere
1: else Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last
0: Patches proof, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast The first segment of this podcast involves butthole-related medical trauma. If you do not wish to listen to such content, fast forward to Minute Marker, 15 minutes, 37 seconds. But if you are as sick as we are, make some popcorn, pour a beverage, cozy up with a loved one, and join us on this journey, will you?
2: Here we go. Welcome to episode 35, season 2, episode 10. Well, that was unexpected. Uh, My name is Jonathan Everett, and I am coming to you from northeast Portland. I'm back home. Did you say that you're coming to us live? No, I said I'm coming to you from northeast Portland. Would you say that you're coming from us live? Are you alive? I I am alive. Uh, I am going to give a a full... (laughs) Uh, a full uh, story, the the five to seven minute version, so it doesn't take up most of the podcast. But I am alive. All right, much to the, in to the dismay Portland. of other people. Oops, sorry. I'm oh, alive fine? in
3: northeast Portland, coming to you. Yes, that's dumb. <laughs> oh my god, sorry, Greg. I'm alive as well, and coming to you from northeast Portland. Yeah, Josh,
4: Lake Oswego. So, are you alive or dead? I'm alive. Okay. Alive with the mom's dead.
0: and I'm Greg, only dead on the inside. Donnelly coming at you from Goose <laughs> Hollow.
2: Risk it for the biscuit, baby. Um, uh, yeah, no, I. This is a. It, it's funny to make the the dead and alive jokes right now, um, <laughs> as some of you are uh, aware. Uh, I almost died last week for real. And we were enjoying the last week of our vacation in the UK. And we had actually just gone to see Ipswich Town versus AFC Wimbledon on Saturday, then Spurs against Watford on Sunday. Both were great experiences. Then Monday morning, I uh, went into sepsis uh, and almost died. And, Uh, It was uh, quite an interesting experience over the course of four days with the with the NHS. Um, So what happened? uh, So about a week before last Monday, so two weeks ago, at this point, we were up in Scotland and we were drinking and I totally got a fucking gnarly hemorrhoid. And I uh, I've had one before in the past, so it wasn't, you know, a surprise. And uh you know, eat fiber for a couple of days and you know, make healthy life choices and it just goes away. And this time it was not going away. And I uh decided so like, ah, oh, you know what, here I'm a little uncomfortable. I'll go to urgent care. And in the UK, like the urgent cares that are part of the NHS are in hospitals as well. So there's like an ER and urgent care, all in a hospital wards. And so I went to urgent care, had an exam and the the doctor was like, "Yeah, it's just a um, uh, it's just a hemorrhoid. You're fine. I know you're uncomfortable. Here's some like some cream and shit that you can get from the pharmacy, and you know, move on move on with your day." And then when I was waiting for the discharge instructions, I started to go into convulsions, and uh, my arms turned blue. My fingernails were purple, um, and something was. Clearly not right, not comfortable. And so I went to like, we were leaving uh, the urgent care, like again, the COVID protocols, Brianna wasn't allowed inside with me. So she was waiting outside, but I leave urgent care. And I'm like, I think I'm fine. I'm probably just like panicking or something. So she's like, do you just want to go home and go to sleep? And, and I said, you know what? No, we're here with the ER, went into the ER. And within 10 minutes, I was getting jabbed with all kinds of penicillin and like IV fluids to control my temperature, which had now spiked at over 104. So, so wait, it, you, you had convulsions and you were still going to go home? Yeah, but it wasn't like I had, like, a seizure. It was like, and like you know when you're shivering and you're uncontrollably shaking? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, so it was, like, my hands – and then, like, what, what made me, like, go, okay, there's something, a problem, is, like, when my fingernails turned purple. Uh, and I was like, that's not okay. Even when I was going to registration back in the ER. So I did urgent care, same registration desk as ER. But when I went to the ER, again, like, my – Hands started look normal again i was like i'm probably fine but you know i'm here whatever and that's when the 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 butt exams really got into full uh full gear (laughs) and uh over the past week i've had so many fingers in my butthole (laughs) that i don't even know how to articulate that i just don't care anymore and the speculum Yeah. I specifically, specifically. So even today I went to, uh, to Portland clinic just for a quick checkup. Cause we got home yesterday and the doctor was trying to be like all really nice and bedside manner. Like, Hey, it's okay. You know, just put on this gown and, you know, I'll give you a couple minutes for some privacy. And at this point I was like, what dude, I just completely dropped trout I was like, get in there. Let's go, man. Like I've had so many fingers in this butthole that I don't even know. I don't even care anymore. But I'm so anyway, um, I get admitted on Monday into the hospital, they can like, I'm stabilized running all these tests, everything's showing up is fine. They're like, we don't really know what's caused the the sepsis and like your like your hemorrhoids fine, like your butt buttons not doing anything it's not supposed to be doing. And on Tuesday, at dinner time, I get discharged and go home super uncomfortable, like hurts to walk. And this is something interesting that you guys may not know about your bodies. But uh, as you fall asleep, your butthole changes, like different muscles do different things in the way that you relax as you go to sleep. And so I was trying to like, just chill on the couch on Tuesday. And every time I would start to fall asleep, like my butt would move and it just was excruciating. And so I put some ibuprofen gel on my butt and hoping that would uh, calm it down. And it numbed it just enough. I wasn't paying attention. And what it actually was, was there was an abscess that was hidden by the hemorrhoid itself. And that was what the problem was. And it totally exploded on Tuesday night back to the ER Wednesday morning and readmitted the as again more butt exams. General surgeon was like, "It's actually good that that happened, so we don't have to do an incision to to drain it. So you're you know uh, you're good, uh, but we still want to take a peek, maybe put you under and uh, cut it open and and make sure it's clear." And then another surgeon came in and said, "You know, no, we don't have to do that. Just give him antibiotics and send him on his way, and come in for another checkup tomorrow." So that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then so went home and Thursday, back to the hospital where I got the most invasive exam so far from any of the surgeons. Um, and I felt bad for them because I hadn't been able to go to the bathroom. And they got after it. Um, <laughs> that room smelled like my bathroom. And um, so What I will say is, uh, it's terrifying to almost die. But I always think everything's inherently funny anyway. So I, of course, was cracking jokes the whole time, like when I was getting treated for sepsis in the ER, and it was the panic moment. And the docs like, you know, it's sepsis. And I was like, that's
4: cool.
2: What is it? Uh, just not knowing. And uh, yeah, that was it was scary. What, the, so the scariest thing that he said to me was if I had gone home uh, instead of back to the ER, I probably would have died. The, just the way that my temperature had spiked and all the things that were going wrong uh and that's that's terrifying it sucked for brianna too because of COVID protocols so when i did get admitted they wouldn't let her in so mm-hmm. it was like it has to be the patient only so there she is you know alone in london trying to figure out like what do i do not knowing what's wrong with me and then i text her do i have sepsis which if you read like the 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 rate of death for sepsis it's pretty high so it really is a gamble and you know, what do you do at that point? So it was definitely a an interesting experience. What I will say is the NHS system is significantly better than our entire system. And as evidenced by one, not a single person asked me for an insurance card, which is just a really... Uh, it, it, it's something that's so ingrained into us that when you go to a doctor, it's like, what's your insurance? Well, I need your current insurance card. Cause they're going to send a bill and this that, and someone's got to get paid. And it's just part of a national health system. And it was, it was awesome that the pay to play model doesn't work. Yeah. uh, I mean, uh, I mean, again, I could afford to go to a private hospital if I needed to. And or like, say, if there was a surgery that they determined wasn't an emergency, I would probably put on a waiting list for or like get scheduled way far out. But for all the emergency services, I I mean, doctor, 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 doctor all over it. And uh, so I, uh, I consider myself to be very lucky that it happened while I was in the UK. Because if it happened while I was here, then oh, you know, you'd be dead in Portland. Portland's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Dead in Portland. And I would be in debt. Uh, it would be medical yeah. bills that would Brianna would have to figure out how to pay. And yeah, I just. Uh, Portland I, is a great band name. Great cross punk band name. (laughs) We should, well, we should make a new band, but yeah. So the, the, the moral of the story is the NHS system was great. They cared about me as a patient first and not about like, you know, performing what we would say a wallet biopsy. And even though, so what they ended up saying was they think the original exam from the urgent care doc on Monday probably poked the abscess that they couldn't see just enough to have it shoot like gunk and bacteria into my bloodstream. And yeah, that was um, that was what they think caused the the overall uh, experience. And I was like, Yeah, but I'm glad it happened. Because if it didn't, like I could have done that by myself, just like fucking sitting incorrectly like the guy didn't even do a crazy like it wasn't even internal it was could have been anything and then the only thing that scared me still was it was the first time in my life I was terrified to fly so on Monday when like yesterday when we flew back and I'm going man if like a decision of 45 minutes could have been life or death for for sepsis like what if i have any lingering effects from and i'm on a 10-hour flight from you know london to seattle yeah, and,
3: uh, I, oh i i see yeah, you can't you land we were, were gonna take the the concord
2: yeah i <laughs> oh, go i wish uh well, we were still in in fancy business class which was very nice and i consumed a lot of champagne which i'm sure is uh great for a healthy lifestyle um alcohol but- kills germs yeah, fact.
0: Uh, well, that's what that's what the hospital said. But what Airbnb said was, Sir, you drained your butthole abscess on our couch. We are never renting to you ever again.
2: <laughs> Dude, that was one of the things, man. Oh my God. So uh things you learn as an adult um male that, you know, uh, I have maxi pads right now because my butt is still leaky. Which is <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. And so I'm, I'm rocking the pads and Brianna was like, uh, well, yeah, just go to the store and buy them. I'm, like, I'm not going to the store and buy maxi pads. And so she went in and got them for oh, me, but you've um, feminine hygiene products for your, your wife before. Oh, I have just not for myself. <laughs>
0: What's the <laughs> fuck?
2: <laughs> you know, when you yeah. go in there, they're, they're not going to, they're assuming it's not for you. If you Yeah. Mean. It, i know it was just like one of those things where in the moment i was like no go get it for me and that's so great. she did you're
3: not, you're not embarrassed to like tell this whole story and have it recorded
2: and downloadable
4: by everybody in the world <laughs> but you don't want to go to the store yeah what if that clerk knows that i have a butt problem yeah. then my dad change. has a bunch of my mom's depends that she
1: needed <laughs>
2: if you need those he has boxes of them. I could have him send them up to me. Oh, my God. Well, no, hopefully I should be done. Like in another couple of weeks, this should be uh, this should be all over, or at least hopefully over. And uh, yes, Greg, that was, I think, one of the more embarrassing moments when the the abscess did burst on Tuesday night was it didn't even feel it. I didn't know it happened. And then I like get up and I'm like, oh my God, what died in here? And I was like, oh, it's my ass. And um, uh, so it involved some stain removing uh, and uh, it was all like some washing shit. Like what a, what a fucking week. And again, I feel like the worst for Brianna for all that. Cause again, like you're just sitting there as a bystander waiting to see what happens. And then I come home and my fucking abscess breaks and I'm like, can you clean that up? I don't feel good. And
1: like, <laughs>
2: Well, oh. Uh
3: for the two people that are still listening should <laughs> should we carry should we move on to
2: Yeah, I'm almost done. I I'm, I'm, oh, I'm okay, wrapping sorry. up. So, uh again, NHS overall much better system felt like a patient first, not a not a payment option and uh like just overall really great care, doctors calling, checking up afterwards and um very very happy that it happened there uh and so to tie it back to soccer uh i can't confirm or deny but perhaps i got sepsis and some infection when i was at the spurs game you never know yeah all right
3: well jonathan it's uh it's mostly a pleasure that to have you back
2: (laughs) (laughs) well randy now that i'm so used to it i mean you guys want to come over and put your fingers in my butthole as long as you uh do come on man Yeah, over over 10 doctors with fingers, man. So I have my final checkup on Tuesday of next week with the general surgeon at the Portland Clinic, and then I should be done.
3: Well, in all seriousness, we're I mean, I'm pretty sure I can speak for everyone when I say that. We're glad that you made it. Yeah, me fucking too.
2: Love you guys.
0: Randy, did you get sepsis in Seattle at the match?
3: I did not. I did not. I did get lots of joy, though. So um, it it was uh, we had a smaller crowd there, which was unusual, um, smaller cloud than your usual Seattle away. And I don't know, I guess maybe that's because of um, COVID. Maybe it was also because of um, the really, really lackluster performance that we were in the middle of. Maybe it was because there were no buses organized by the 107ist but um i don't know it it just seemed like we were about half capacity compared to what we usually have there um but it was still a lot of fun um i was there for both matches uh got to see the thorns match and since we can't really talk about that that well i'll just say that it was a good game maybe we should have won that maybe we shouldn't we were due to lose one anyways go thorns um Seattle match was a blast to watch. Uh, there's, there's. I was telling somebody the other day, there's nothing like an away goal at Seattle when you're up there. It's and just it just deflates that entire stadium, and it and, it, and it's so beautiful.
1: How
0: wrong were we all on our predictions? Even McG. So oh, yeah. bad. can remember. I
3: can't even remember what everybody predicted.
0: Uh, I think you said two one win for Timbers. I thought the Timbers were going to crash and burn and lose all of it, right? Uh, but exactly. we all thought the That's Thorns right. were just gonna
3: kill uh, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even get. I can. I was gonna rewatch that game, but that handball call did not seem like it was a real handball. But again, it's hard to tell from way up in the crow's nest. That's the thing about going to those Seattle away games. There is not really a bad seat, but you end up you can't you literally you can't tell like who's who sometimes most of the time, unless you're really, really paying attention. Cause it's, you're so far up.
2: What was the, the vibe like at the match when you were there? So you said it felt smaller, but like, was it still rowdy and raucous or uh, yeah. much more subdued?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was still rowdy. Tyler was doing his best to get everybody amped up. I mean, it was hot. You know what I mean? You're there for, most people were there for both games. And so it's a little, you get a little bit tired,
4: you know? On- Did you have to leave the stadium and come back?
3: Um, I had sort of planned on it. They were going to allow you to do that, but then the, 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 there was only about 45, 50 minutes in between matches. And so I didn't really see the point. I didn't want to, um, I don't know. They were, they were doing some kind of weird tribute to Jimi Hendrix out there and they had all these bands out there doing mostly horrible covers of Jimi Hendrix, um, tunes on stages outside the stadium. And, uh, you know, local bands, and and they paraded the Jimi Hendrix family out onto the pitch at the, at, before the match, and it was just some kind of weird, weird scene, um, and I just <laughs> decided to stay in between the matches. It was also kind of, you know, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a good seat if I leave, but then it didn't really fill up again, so...
4: Yeah, it looked pretty sparse when they flashed over to the crowd. Yeah, but everybody that was there was, the in a,
3: was in a good mood um, and, and pretty rowdy.
4: Did
2: you have to wear masks?
3: Didn't have to, but I chose to. I mean, you were supposed to in the concourse, and I was actually a little bit surprised by the amount of non-masking that was going on in the stands. That was a little bit disappointing, but um, everybody in the concourse did. You know, Jake asked me if going to a Seattle match away was like a scary proposition. Like, did re, do you ever have to worry about your, you know, your safety or, or whatever? Cause you know, he's used to games in the UK and I'm like, no, you don't, it's not like that at all. Um, and it shouldn't be like that. I, and I defy anybody that says it's better for the atmosphere of the match to say that, you know, fans should be afraid for their physical safety. If they're going to a game, that's just bullshit. Cause it's sports. It's not, uh, it's yep not, it's not uh the election
2: <laughs> look not gonna lie i like to watch it when it happens i just don't want to be involved <laughs> so yeah great
3: atmosphere um f- fantastic game well, looks like we look like we were gonna win uh, look like um Esprio was gonna score like i forget what that was like seven minutes into the match or whatever and he bounced one off the corner <sighs> oh and yeah and then uh then we kind of weathered the storm for a while, but, um, yeah, it was one of those kind of things like, you know, we were doing so horrible and there was so much doom and gloom in the community, um, that it was kind of like, you know, we, we probably should lose this game based on a run of form and, um, just everything, but, uh, you know, you, you always had, you always had belief, you know, you always had hope and um until they you know, it got real kinda tense that last half of the match when we were up one or, you know, the last bit of time after that, but uh with all the all the woodwork and everything. But those guys got lucky too, and it could have easily it could have you know, they could have been down three zero early on and then that would have totally changed the game state too.
2: Yeah. And what was like the, the atmosphere like for the team? So uh, the last podcast that you know we did, I, I think it was Doom and Gloom. And I'm like, the season's a shit show. I'm over yeah. it. I don't care anymore. You guys are all idiots. Everybody. <laughs> like, no, you're all idiots. Yeah. The season was
3: barely halfway th- through. And yeah, but weren't you of- the
4: one who told us that the locker room, we've lost the locker room already?
3: I didn't say that. I said something might be up. I don't know. I've heard... S- You know, there's and
4: then someone sent me a an article. Maybe you mentioned it, and then someone else sent me an article about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've heard. You know, Gretchen was saying she read some stuff about that from people that are, quote unquote, in the know. But um, I don't I don't know if I believe any of that. Although it would explain some things, but um, yeah,
2: that was one of the I guess. Abobese uh, said something along those lines that there was locker room problems or whatnot. And uh, I don't really know how that works in terms of locker room problems when you don't even have a full team for more than half the season. uh <laughs> but, but, maybe, Matt, like, you know, sometimes the door
3: gets jammed and you can't get into the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like the toilet doesn't no, work right. It's too cold in here. Somebody turned down the air conditioning. The th- thermostat's broken.
2: Uh, but so... So the question, Randy, though, for the for the team and how they were playing and what you're seeing when you're there uh, is what did it feel like it was a cohesive team that was on the up or was it like lucky shit goals and uh, like Seattle should have scored 40 of them? Well,
3: I mean, that part was definitely like knuckle white knuckle time, you know, and and as a Timbers fan, you're you're used to that kind of thing, you know, the last part of the game holding on for dear life but i mean like i said before those we could have scored on them several times and we weren't really i mean outclassed i don't know it's it's so hard those games are so emotional you can't even sometimes you can't watch them objectively
4: we looked you know just from watching it at a bar we um we looked like a pretty cohesive team and we looked like we were playing well together um i think i was talking about that with greg but i don't remember as yeah. we were drinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, I was not... Drinking? I think I had, like, three drinks that entire day. Water. I spaced it all out, so I was, you know, capable of remembering the game, but we I don't think we were outclassed or anything, and I, we were definitely really, really dangerous a lot of times.
2: Well, then, yeah. I am going to continue to talk shit about how I feel dejected about this entire season, because apparently <laughs> all that uh that did the trick so fuck them i'm still
4: worried about this season we did like yeah exactly what randy was saying about the parking the bus and yeah for that like last really this whole second half you're like holding on like white knuckle just because we've been trained to you know we've been trained to be let down in the last 10 minutes
0: when did we park the
3: bus we didn't really uh, the white knuckle action didn't happen until after we scored the first part and then we sort of had a letdown
4: we didn't really park the bus this match you're right about that it was
3: 70 minutes into it when we scored wasn't it
4: who's ready to eat shit about Steve
0: Clark ooh I'm I'm hungry he had a match
4: I'm still sticking with me my thing he's gone Get rid of him. Get him out of here.
0: Ivachish gives up six to Seattle. Yeah, he's our future. Steve Clark shuts him out. It's getting the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> yeah, that no. sounds about right to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, see so anything wrong with that. I saw some of the highlights from that game, and it looks like we had some luck from the the posts, which is which is very nice. But it looked like Steve had some pretty boss saves. Yeah, he did.
0: One of those times it hit the woodwork it would not have if Steve didn't get a fingertip to it. He was on yeah. his shit. Uh, yeah, that's if, a, so that's uh, a save. yeah, it
4: was going right in and yeah, I would I would call that one a save. That is yeah, a, he save. Got a good chunk of fingers on it and then it hit the woodwork. And yeah. if you remember
0: our uh, guest who was smarter than the rest of us, McGee saying if Steve Clark shows up and has a game, we got this and he did.
3: Yeah, uh if if you get a fingertips, you get a touch to it and you push it onto the post, that's that's way that I don't know if they count that differently in in expected goals or not, but that to me seems like that's way different than getting completely past the keeper and it bounces off the post.
4: Yep. Yeah, he yeah, cuz he was able to actually like redirect the ball.
3: Um it's great seeing Ru- Rui Diaz disappear.
0: <laughs> so, I hate that guy so much.
3: So Gretchen, well, when at the last Seattle match, we were everyone in the stands, and when I when I was loaded, everyone was bitching about Rudy Diaz before the game. It's like, oh, I don't mind that guy; he's all right. And they're like, what? And I almost got beat up by my my friends and family. Um, you deserve it. But uh, <laughs> Gretchen was like, you watch him. He's he's a he never. Um, shakes hands with any of the other players after a match on the other team. And I was like,
4: oh. yeah, but him and Blanco were like hugging and. Oh, were they? Yeah. They know, were acting very that? buddy, buddy. It's interesting. Yeah. But, like they were acting like they were going to dinner after.
3: So uh, Santiago, <laughs> that was, was that his first game with us or his second one?
1: First,
0: I think. He looked
3: like that was his first game. He looked like he had the Ever. potential to have a lot of speed and and be exciting but then he also just did not look comfortable. You know, it was probably a little bit overwhelming, you know, for him to come in as his first match.
0: I don't remember him at all. That's how much of an impact. Yeah. He had. Exactly. I didn't even realize he was on.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I got that from
3: rewatching <laughs> the game cuz I didn't even know he got subbed on watching it.
4: Oh, no, he- I remember. Greg, we did talk about it. Yeah, we did. I just don't remember anything he but did. I don't remember any. Yeah, he didn't well, do anything he, after that.
3: He had some balls, and you know, or, or had bad touches where, it, where he kind of lost the opportunities or made a bad pass. He, he did some kind of espría-ish things. Um, in the brief moments that he had touch touches on the ball, and so it was it was pretty obvious that he was not completely comfortable.
0: Josh and I watched it at uh, a new soccer bar in St. John's. I don't know if it's pronounced Calcio or Calcio. It's Italian, apparently. Huh. Uh, but St. It John's, was where at? Right right by the bridge. You know that Safeway? That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's next door to Safeway. Oh, weird. Huh. Like, I saw, it, I guess it used to be a, like a preschool or something. Huh. And because I saw the Google uh, the Google Earth pictures and the area that's like their outdoor seating for watching matches used to be like the playground <laughs> where there was a sandbox <laughs> and a swing set. Is it shit. across the street
3: from it or is it on the same no, side
0: of the street? Same side of the street, Isn't just it... closer to the bridge.
3: Huh. So, so farther away than the post office or?
0: Other side like of the next post office. It. OK, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, Safeway post office. Uh, this place, Calcio. Cool. And uh, to answer your question, Jonathan, what were we drinking? It was just whatever beers. But they did have some liquors there. But the only options for whiskey were like Jameson and Cutty Sark.
4: <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, the good stuff.
0: <laughs> and the, the poor woman that was working there, really nice, really sweet. You could tell she's just like is in the family that owns it and isn't a bartender. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll take a shot at Jameson," and she like turns and looks at the shelf and is like, "Can you point to me which one that is?" Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> but fucking Randy called it when Blanco starts, we win. Oh, uh,
3: yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mean like if he starts all the. Yeah, maybe I did mean that, but I just meant <laughs> he's got to start that match and we'll win. Well, yeah. And to be honest, that was just a lot of optimism on my. <laughs> i don't i don't even know if i really believe that when i called that
2: so what did what did he do that was antagonizing the sounders fans oh uh, he just celebrated i mean he celebrated the goal i
3: guess you're not supposed to do that and i think he told he made motions some guy from like one of the box seats or the side sideline seats was giving him grief and i he made the motion to kiss my ass
1: <laughs> Gretchen,
3: Gretchen was like oh did you see Blanco? he he held up the things for, you know to say hi to his daughter she misread it as like a hand signal with the, with you know his one of his daughter's initials and then she saw it again like the extended clip and she's like oh no he's saying kiss my ass <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so it's so funny because when we're, you know, at home and watching games and uh, an opposing player runs up to the army to celebrate if they score a goal. I'm like, fuck that sort of a bitch, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I get so mad. But then I'm not going to lie. I like it when Blanco does it. Well, well he, there was- I mean,
3: he celebrated in front of us, though. I mean, differences we're like however many hundred feet up in the air and removed from the pitch.
0: Uh, and it was also great seeing those pictures where like, he's running to the side, and he's just got his arms up, and there's just all these middle fingers from Sounders oh, customers. Oh, <laughs> right at him. And you know, he's just soaking it up like, yep,
1: give
3: also me this, your hate. Also, all the Surrender Cobra f- f- Surrender Cobras, too, were good. <laughs> and Mora, man, that guy was all over the place. He deserved man of the match.
0: Uh, he made yeah, Team of the Week them. this week.
3: Yeah. Oh, this week he did? This weekend. Yeah. The week before too. I, I know he was on the bench before, but he was um involved in everything. And he was like like Rudy used to be, like constantly in the offense's face, like constantly like harassing people, running all over the place. Um he's gotten so good. Should we should we move on to uh Houston? Might
0: as well. Another good night for
3: Mora. Yeah, it was um to me, the the strangest thing about that, I thought for sure Esprit was going to take that penalty kick because, um, you know, Mora had, had been on record saying he does not like to take them and they make him nervous. So um, I have to wonder why. I mean, he earned it, but then you have to wonder why he took it. Like, uh, maybe maybe just got over the hump and now he's going to be taking PKs. What was that? It's a small child or a cat.
4: Um that's my small child talking about a cat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it dead on. <laughs> yeah. We won in Texas.
3: Yeah. Which we haven't done er, apparently ever before. Damn. We've never beat Houston on their own field, which I did not remember or realize.
0: You know, I was talking to Tyler after the match and he was like, yeah, I was watching the match tonight against Houston. And it's just like, it made me really like sad and worried. Cause we didn't look good. Like, yeah, we won, but it was against Houston and we were really bad. And I was like, this is the match that made you worry? <laughs>
1: like,
0: <laughs> of all the matches leading up to this, this is the one that you're finally like, oh shit, we suck? <laughs> I,
3: I, I mean, a lot of people, you know, the usual crowd was pretty down on that performance, but they went up 2-0 and then They did it. They, they, they played it smart. They, you know what I mean? Like they didn't overextend themselves. They didn't, you know, fall victim to the heat and the humidity. Um, I I thought it was a smart way to to play down there.
0: Yeah. And like one of his complaints was like, I guess there was a lot of through balls that they were against us that we weren't really chasing down whatever, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if any of those translated to real chances. Like Steve had some really good saves, but yeah, there was no point that I was actually like worried. Just, that
3: was a that was a after the after those two scores. I mean, that was a really boring game to watch, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, you know, it was a satisfying type of boring in that you know you're like ah, I don't have to like chew on my fingernails or whatever. You know, let's just oh, this game's still on? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Everybody, you're all idiots for saying the season was over. It's still over. It's still <laughs> over I mean, well, we do have Vancouver next. and On They Friday. just won 4-0, didn't they, or
0: 4-1? Is that home or away?
3: That is away.
0: So we have two In- consecutive 2-0 shutouts. Wait, are we going to Canada? Yes, we are.
2: Oh, we're allowed to? Yeah, we are.
3: That's a didn't even know that.
0: recent development. Or
3: Wait,
2: this month. I oh. thought they were still playing in in Salt Lake. Are that's done? Yes. I... Randy, that didn't sound convincing. Prove it. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we can. Some we'll
3: look it up offline, and then Greg will insert. I am right or I am wrong. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that we're going to be in Canada for this.
0: Or I won't look it up and just insert Randy Hates Fun. One of the three options.
2: Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Did you know Randy Hates Fun? And he's old.
1: Just how old is Randy?
0: What? Well- So, you're saying the season's over. We had two consecutive 2 0 shutouts on the road. You don't think this is a start of turning it around for the season?
4: <laughs> I love that we're saying the season's over in September.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, the, the season there's, is close to over. I still, though, no, there's still like what, six matches? I don't have high hopes just based on how inconsistent it has been.
0: Six? There's like 14 matches
2: yeah. or something. Yeah, there is. There oh, is. seriously?
0: We just wow. passed the halfway mark like three or four games ago.
2: Oh.
3: That's just <laughs> cool. There's 12 matches left.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah.
3: We have uh, Whitecaps away. We have Colorado at home, which who knew Colorado was going to be like a real team this year?
0: Jonathan loves Colorado
3: we have, uh, <laughs> all LAFC I've at home. We have RSL at home and then we go to LAFC away. All this is happening in September.
2: We're in oh. sixth place, which is crazy considering how bad we have been. And I guess that's one of the things too. It's not even that like the, the, it's, you know, the ties that feel like a loss or the complete blowouts where we're like, why do we even do this? But to be, I guess, in sixth place with so what we have thirty points. Seattle has forty-two, and they're in first. Um, we play the same amount of games, and so if there's that many games left in the season, it's not unreasonable to make up that type of difference. That's if they- yeah,
4: that's completely true. And we're you got to think though that I know we're talking a lot of shit, but we're also half our team is gone, and we're <laughs> we're actually doing pretty well
2: <laughs> compared. Yeah, Randy. So I think what's happening is that me and Josh are kind of changing our tune, but mm-hmm. not enough to be held accountable. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> that way, if we do crash and burn, we can still be like, yeah, we're right. But if 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 we turn around and, and start crushing we be like, yeah, we believed we you could. Yeah, we'll also
4: be it. the first to say we were just yeah, we were just tough love, tough love. Yeah, even uh, Randy Valley. Is that how you say his last
3: name? Think so? I would say maybe. I don't he's know. The, he's the double he's like L, right? The, uh, wouldn't it wouldn't be Vae, Vae, whatever. He's he's like the number one shit talker about the Timbers. <laughs> like every time you sign a new player, that guy I've never heard of. That guy, that guy sucks. You know, or you know, every single thing he, he's he. It's just a bizarre stance to have to hate everything that the team does and everybody that the team signs, and still be a supporter. His his big reaction to the the win in Houston was it's pathetic that we've never won in in uh, Houston before.
2: It sounds like you, Randy. <laughs> it's the other Randy. Maybe, maybe
3: you confuse me with the other Randy. That's yeah.
2: <laughs> but you're right. No, Randy uh, on Timbers Wonderland and all the other Facebook groups is he has the hottest takes of anyone in the moment and then doesn't, it's not even like he will back down. He doubles down on everything and it's actually kind of fun to read. So Randy, if you do listen to this, please continue. (laughs) So Randy, uh, I guess we have to go back on track here. And so you were saying that we are definitely uh, in, in the right spot and as a team and that we are going to make it to the playoffs. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah, we'll make it to the playoffs. What what position will we be in when the season is over? Sixth or seventh. <laughs> That's also fair. Do we, I know we did predictions, and we'll have to go back and look because no one ever wrote them down. And I wrote them
3: down. Let me rephrase that. Seventh or fourth?
2: <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Uh, anyone, I, I'm saying that we are going to finish just outside of the playoffs. Really? Really yeah, I think so.
0: I think we'll finish
4: sixth. I'm sticking with my prediction. I think I said that we'll get out in the semifinals. I think we're on a run right now, and we're gonna that's gonna push us up the table a little, but not enough to matter, and then we'll bow out after the first round.
2: Yeah,
3: okay. We'll see so how this is goes.
2: also interesting. All three teams in Texas are in 11th, 12th, and 13th place. We we can talk about just how, just how bad that turnout is in Houston.
3: Again, it's so embarrassing.
2: What was the final attendance? Do we know?
3: I don't know, but uh, the guy I had somebody uh, 300. um, Jeff, friend of mine, Jeff, come over to watch the match. He's a recent convert to soccer. Um, He said that is. His daughter's uh, high school lacrosse game or something, something like that, had more people at, in the States than the, than Houston did. <laughs>
2: 9,872 was the official attendance on well, record. Well,
4: that's speech. why they got...
2: That oh, is a sorry. lie. That has got to be yeah, tickets we, sold. Yeah, which no means way. probably 6,000 people.
3: I don't even think there were that many.
2: Well, all right. Well, I feel like we're we're kind of slowing down here. So, so Josh, I have nothing to talk about. Yeah, we need transparency, and <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: <laughs> it's,
2: there's not enough transparency. Okay, okay I'm gonna and, cuss. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I want to understand uh, with the Eric Williamson news, which is obviously. Devastating, yeah. Uh, they didn't announce what his injury was until what was it? How many days later? A couple days. Sunday, I think.
0: He announced it before everyone it else did. Monday or Tuesday yeah.
4: they did because they copied. His, they just like retweeted his post or regraphed his post or something. But yeah, like I. But it's so weird because I'm on social media and it didn't pop up on anything that i follow twitter so i like i was pissed and then yeah and then you sent me the link and i was like oh shit i'm sorry i <laughs> didn't even realize I your like i didn't it. see it <laughs> but yeah, i didn't so- see it anywhere like it's it wasn't you know like usually if something happens it's gonna come across like i know it sounds stupid but it's gonna like come across my desk you know like i'm gonna see it <laughs>
1: Do you have like stationary that
3: says from the desk of Josh?
4: Uh, No, but I will.
0: Picturing Josh sitting at a desk and the Muppets walking into into his office (laughs) looking for work. Breaking news. (laughs) Prepare the standard rich and famous contract.
2: (laughs) It didn't come across my desk. That is so funny. Uh, I love it. No, no one faxed me any info on this. Yeah, I've not received one single telegram in minutes. (laughs) And so, <laughs> but I did get Morse code. uh phenomena. That's interesting, though. So it's Blanco had a ACL injury in Seattle. Eric Williamson now an ACL injury in Seattle. Almost exactly a year
3: later, and there's a lot yeah. of conspiracy nuts out there that are like, "Oh, it's the turf. It's the turf." Um, my wife is one of those conspiracy nuts. Um, that says the t- Seattle turf is bad and that's why that happens. But my answer to that is then why aren't uh, Seattle players constantly having ACL? Tear- yeah,
4: there's no way. No, these, pe- these players play on turf all the time. It's not like they know the difference, you know, like, well, they, they okay. They know the difference, but they don't, it's not, they're, they're trained to play on it. Yeah. It's I fully you- our, yeah. Our doctors are shit and there our, our trainers are shit or doing something wrong. Don't people just get that injury, though? No, you don't just get an ACL-torn injury. World-class athletes? Doesn't that just happen? It It does, but it just seems
2: like three for us in less than a year.
0: It is one of those injuries you can't really plan for. You can't do that much to protect yourself against. It's random. But, yeah, three in less than a year feels quite concentrated and kind of suspicious.
3: Well, whose was the... What three Nisgota. Who's oh Nisgoda, Right, yeah.
2: So that's yeah. Uh, let's three... talk about
3: him only coming back for like two minutes at a time in garbage time. What the hell's up with that?
2: Wait, he played. Uh, yeah, I think he
0: played the last few minutes of one match, but it wasn't one of these two we're talking about. It was. Uh, that's early. true.
3: That's true. Now that I remember now. That I think about it. He played a couple of them before, but it was you know during those.
0: Stay healthy, Felipe Mora. Yeah. You're our only hope. Yeah, no kidding, man.
4: we that guy. You're our best Dutch player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that. Uh, so, for real, though, three of those types of injuries in less than a year is a problem. And again, they could be freak accidents or it could be something to do with how the players are training. But I am now going to change my prediction for Eric Williamson and going to Europe because I don't think at his age for the position he plays and the how long it will take to heal uh-huh. that he would have enough of an upside for someone to take a gamble on him. However, you don't think we're going to go to Europe? I I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, where would he like to go on vacation? <laughs> Europe, the yeah, Netherlands. I mean, yeah maybe to to london and he can get sepsis that'd be pretty rad but (laughs) the no i mean like i think i don't i can't recall his exact age but he's gotta be 25 or going Mm -hmm. towards i thought
4: he was 24 yeah i think he's good from recovery i don't i'll look it up um i think it just i hope he comes back strong
3: since he's gone we're not going to qualify for the olympics or for the world cup
4: well, we weren't doing that anyways. Have you
3: seen
0: <laughs> the way we play? He's on he, the C team, anyways. He just turned twenty-four in June. God, he was born in nineteen ninety-seven. Jesus Christ! Oh my God,
4: it. I was already two years out of high school.
2: Yeah, Randy was already, was already like getting his ARP at that
4: point.
2: Yeah, he was. Oh. <laughs> Randy, got a, Randy got his first cane. I was
0: in. <laughs> I was in middle school. We're the first same. Replacement hip. Yep. We're the same height, but I'm like one hundred and fifty pounds heavier. <laughs> You yeah. know, to be honest, it like you two. can't tell. Yeah, just sign me. I'm like two Erics. Come on, yeah, Gavin.
2: Yeah. I'm twice the Eric two for Eric's a quarter for the price of the price. Of yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, sorry. So if he just turned 24, then, you know, maybe there's enough time. But I just I feel like that type of injury on a player um, at this stage, I just I don't see it anymore.
3: Yeah. Uh, speaking oh, of yeah, that injury, it. it was Um, not, I mean, I, I don't want to say I enjoyed seeing it. It was nice that Eric tried to get up and walk off after he he was able to stand up afterwards, um, which Blanco wasn't able to do after he did his, I don't think. And, uh, Blanco was like, Hey man, knock it off. Go. And he was like, go sit down and lay down and let him carry you off.
4: Yeah, that was, um, I, I under like, that's what scared me actually more like watching him like stand up because then you're like oh shit it's real <laughs> you know like if you're just laying there and you're like just get me off the pitch in a stretcher we'll deal with it in the locker room or at the hospital or whatever then they're taking it easy like he got up and we saw something was wrong
3: <laughs> uh, anytime you see somebody go down non-contact like that and they show the replay and it's just like uh-huh you know there's no obvious twist or anything then you're like that's that's just bad yeah i was um i i ruptured some kind of tendon in in my foot while i was skateboarding it in a bowl and just like collapsed in the middle of the run um and they're like if you were a professional athlete we would consider surgery to replace this but you're you're okay without it (laughs)
4: <laughs> if you were a
2: professional <laughs> yeah. athlete but you're just a dirtbag with a so, skateboard and yeah. a, a pool this. So. wear a boot for a
3: month and then go about your business
2: <laughs>
0: if you were more important we'd fix you but right. get out of here asshole That's
2: pretty much <laughs> oh <it>. my god <laughs> Randy how many times have you watched the Bones Brigade documentary
0: oh
3: documentary Uh, once I think I don't even think I've watched it more
2: than once You kidding me?
3: Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not kidding
2: you. Lords of Dogtown? No, the no, the the, Bones Brigade.
0: Lords of Dogtown was filmed outside of my apartment in San Pedro. We got paid 300 bucks for that.
2: Oh, Oh,
3: the the documentary or street scenes? No, it was it was a dramatized
4: dramatized version. Yeah, yeah, Lords of Dogtown. One by didn't Stacy Peralta do that one?
0: He was a producer or something for that one.
4: But yeah, my old apartment's in that
0: Ah. movie. No one cares.
4: That's my L.A.
0: story. Fuck you, Josh.
4: Okay, wait. I'm going to top your L.A. story. Oh in Police Academy 4, Tackleberry's house was my house. <laughs> um, no way. Right. We moved out, while, and then they started filming.
0: During Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they had to set up lights in my bedroom to illuminate the street.
3: Uh, Noise! What's his face from Malcolm in the Middle and... Uh, <laughs> Breaking Bad Brian was Cranston? next door to my to my uncle in Hollywood. That's all I got. Oh, and that's cool. <laughs> Cranston, Brian Cranston.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy rocks. Yeah,
3: he does.
2: No, I don't have any good stories in that one. All I can tell you is that I've had over ten fingers in my butthole oh, <laughs> in the past week. Who hasn't?
3: Oh, all right. Predictions for Vancouver.
2: Oh, we still have games. That's timbers all. are winning three to one uh
3: two one win
4: for timbers I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna keep rolling with what we got going it's gonna be the third straight two nil shutout
4: all right okay i think maybe one nil us but most likely nil
2: nil all right we also don't win in vancouver very often that's why i was going with most likely uh, Tyler McDonald, if you are listening to this, you better make sure that banner that I sent your way—the our house in the middle of BC—is uh, is utilized appropriately for Vancouver. I don't think they're. I don't yeah. think
3: they're allowing a f- I don't. I don't know how that works.
4: Well, he should make it happen.
0: Yeah. I don't know either, and that's a huge hey, bummer because Vancouver with away,
3: Van- with a uh, Cascadia Cup. I. Have- it's on. I have to imagine the first time we played Seattle did not count.
0: Correct. All right. So we're the first one that counted was the one we got blown out of. Right. And, and then this one. last one counted and we haven't played Vancouver yet.
3: All right. We played those guys. Why didn't it count? Twi- because they're, the, the schedule's not even. Because they thought yeah. we should play Austin three times instead of. <laughs> yeah. So we are due to play the white caps again in october so we can still win the win the uh cascadia cup
2: unless well, it comes down fun, to goal least. difference <laughs> yeah well i am going to seattle this weekend because my friend is getting married on saturday 9 11 which i cannot wait because the jokes are going to write themselves forever what life-threatening procedure is going to happen to you there i don't know man that's uh hopefully something cool happens. I would love to get another finger examination. So, um, I'll be hoping. at Wings and Waves uh, getting COVID.
3: Speak speaking of 9/11, um the Spike Lee series on HBO, it's called NYC Epicenter something like 9 2001 to 2021 and a half. Um anyways, it's a s- series on HBO. It's um really good. You should watch right. it. Yeah. I would watch it. It's good
4: and Spike Lee did it. <laughs> He's oh, never geez. done anything good. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Shut your mouth. <laughs> An idiot. All right. Who's got the closing music? Josh. Yeah, isn't it Randy by Dolly Parton? Isn't that what I said? Okay. Randy or did by I, Dolly or did I want? Or did I want the Taylor Twillman song that we never play anymore? Oh, Thriller?
3: Yes. I think he wanted Butts Ooh. Are Beautiful off the... Um, Bob's burger soundtrack.
4: Or that. Let's
0: do Por- all three. Porque no trace.
4: All right. Trace or if anyone wants longest. to talk about my butt, give me a call. <laughs> no one cares about you or your butt. Five, 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 we thought us. we were rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, but instead, really instead we got stuck S- with you. Send
0: us an email about Jonathan's butt to Portlandvanity at gmail.com.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or you can um yeah, or you can just, uh, what's it called? You can text him at 206. <laughs> Face, FaceTime him. <laughs> you can FaceTime him at that same number. You can Twitch him.
2: And I will I will FaceTime you from my butthole. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Worst but podcast cool ever. Yeah, best podcast ever. Oh,
0: oh we've right. had way worse.
2: See you later. Yeah.
0: Are we done? What? Yeah, we're done.
2: Ooh, yeah, I think so.
0: Alright, bye. Uh, okay.
2: Well that yeah, was easy. Hit stop recording.
5: Randy, in your eyes I see the promise of a future, the promise of a love like I have never known. Randy, cradled in your Feel like I'm in heaven And heaven knows I've needed Someone like you for so long So Randy, take me with you For that's where I want to be Teach me how to fly On these new wings you've given me And reason to smile Randy, you have given me new inspiration New dreams to dream and a reason
2: I just don't like Taylor Twellman because he can't sing "Thriller," uh, and <laughs> like if he's gonna earn my my support, like he's got to do the dance. Um, I'll find that video too. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. midnight
0: something evil lurking in the dark! under the moonlight! Do you see inside that almost
4: stops your heart! Do you try to scream! But terror takes the sound before you make it! Do you start to freeze! as horror looks you right between the eye! You're paralyzed! Because this is Thriller! thriller night when nobody nope. to you from the beast I'm about to strike this. this is thriller thriller night
0: you're biting. for your life inside it's killer thriller tonight
3: you just want to curse like a sailor, you should just not do that so we don't have to edit it out. (laughs) Well, fuck. Get it out of your system. (laughs) Uh,
2: I'm going to try to get it out of my system. There's a lot of things I'd like to get out of my system. What I would say, uh, Greg, if if you can edit and look at the time, uh, maybe you can just cut out my stuff and put it at the end after outtakes. Either that, or I'll
0: say if you don't want to hear about butt stuff, skip to minute. Blah blah blah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's 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 probably a good way to do it. Um, and you're the only one who didn't meet her. Should we send our condolences to Kelly?
2: <laughs> probably. Yeah. I I took some pretty gnarly butt pictures. If you oh, want me to send right. them, you can share them
0: i did tell her all about your butthole problems and she was like tell jonathan i hope his butt gets better <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh it's good
3: uh i don't listen huh? to this
2: <sighs> what was that greg no, i'm just uh, laughing oh you had a Caesar. Yeah, it was like uh, oh! that. That might be sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> I did have some discharge. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Randy's uncomfortable now. Sorry, Randy. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Everything I said was medical, and that was fair. Yeah, I mean, you could have said sphincter instead of butthole. Uh, I, anus is a funnier word. Anus, anus is pretty good. The butthole is just so accurate. Could
0: have done the whole thing in the great cornholio voice.
2: <laughs> well, well, yes.
0: Yeah, so, I'm so trying to think of an abortion joke about how shitty Texas <laughs> is and why
4: nobody was there, but I'm not uh, coming up with anything.
1: Yeah.
4: So, Greg, for your joke, you could say that's why they um, had the abortion ban because they need more people in the seats.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
4: The real joke, though, is that the galaxy are in fourth. <laughs> wow, quality segue. Yeah, <laughs> the real joke. <laughs> Josh, you're so good at this.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, uh, God. Yeah.